Coming up on today's Real Talk Rentals, we're going to tell you some great stories of behind the scenes property management and what goes into really managing a property. Welcome to Real Talk Rentals, brought to you by OnQ Property Management, where we're going to talk about everything related to owning a rental property, whether it's the tips, the tricks, the secrets, all the ins and outs. Uh, my name is Ben. I'm going to be your host. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Eric Dixon. How's it going? Good, good. How are you? Doing good, man. Doing good. Ready to talk about property management, which some people, I think, will be a little surprised about how much goes on behind the scenes. I know I was when I started here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Um, all right. So let's let's kick it off then and go right into it here. And Eric, you're the expert. Give us like a high level. What is property management? Yeah. So kind of in preparation for this, I was laughing because, um, and I'll be interested to see what, what Ben has to say as well, but being in the real estate industry, I was a real estate agent from 2008 to 2011-ish before I came came over to OnQ. And I thought property management was just you know, collect the rent, fix the maintenance, and that's it. You know, um, I distinctly remember I would sell to investors all day long. You know, houses back then were fifty thousand, a hundred thousand uh, dollars. Fourplex was one hundred and fifty grand. You know, and as soon as we we would close, I'd get the keys on a key ring with like ten keys on it, and I remember I would drop it off at this property manager's house. You know, he would he was kind of the recommended property manager for for where I lived, and. Uh, I remember distinctly, I would text him and he'd say, hey, leave the keys under the doorstep or, hey, leave the keys um, you know, with my wife or whatever. And one time I'd go over there almost every time and there'd be a trailer with a washer, a dryer, a fridge, toolboxes. And I'm just like, dude, property management looks horrible. It's hot. You know, you're moving these appliances like, hey, take these keys. I'm going to go sell houses, man. And so I just thought property management was was that, you know, just maintenance and just hard, sweaty and, and difficult. So I did that for three or four years, you know, I'm selling real estate and just referring to this, to this individual and he took care of my clients. And I just thought, you know, that's it. Um, and then jump into 2010 and 11 when, you know, my now business partner Taylor would, uh, he recruited me over and this whole new world was opened up that property management is not just collect the rent and do the maintenance and, and so forth. But, um, but it's, there's all these other, you know, facets of the business, um, from your perspective, I mean, was that kind of the same thing? Oh yeah. You- I mean, even less than that. I think when I, before I started with on Q, I was just a renter at a property and we had a property management company and I thought they collected rent. That was it. Like I didn't <laughs> know that anything else went into it. Um, Obviously, like, you know, we applied through them and stuff, but I had no idea what was going on behind yeah. the doors of, for me, it was just like, I filled something out online. My credit score was good enough to get in there, I guess. And <laughs> that was it. Like I paid rent on time every month and I never talked to anybody. I had yeah. no idea how much was happening behind the doors. Yeah. Basically. It's probably because you were a great tenant. You yeah, know? Obviously, obviously. You know, yeah. you, you didn't uh, cause any issues. And then what I was going to say is it kind of transitioned in my mind switched um, when I came over to OnQ and I'm signing up owners and I'm realizing like, hey, now that I signed them up for our service, 
I have to drop the keys off to our team. And I'm like, man, there's way more to property management, you know, than I thought. Um, and before I came over, I, I really, I remember now talking about it, um, out loud right now, my old broker, when I went to go quit, I'm like, Hey man, I'm going to leave this real estate brokerage where I felt like I was pretty successful. Um, awesome mentor, awesome broker. And he said, dude, you're crazy. Why would you leave sales, you know, and leave to go to property management? He's like, it's the redheaded stepchild of, of real estate, man. You, you'll be back. There's no way you can survive. <laughs> you know, just trying to tell me that, that I'm crazy. And I kind of was like, no, man, I'm committed. But I was driving home. I'm like, I either made the best decision of my life or the biggest mistake, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I distinctly remember that and I'm, I'm friends with them now. And I think we've seen each other both, both be successful, successful within the industry in different ways, you know? Um, but I'm, I'm trying to think the, uh, if, if you asked me now that we've been at on for 12 years, you know, what is property management? And a lot of people, maybe you're self-managing, maybe you, you have a current property manager, maybe you're just thinking about investing, you know, in, in rentals, um, property management is a, is a whole lot of things. And I, I took a few notes because I didn't want to, uh, you know, miss anything. But to me now, property management is, you know, it's, it's the marketing, it's leasing, it's inspections, it's maintenance, it's uh, having property managers and people on call 24-7. It's utilizing technology to be efficient. It's all of these things plus more. Um, and that's just the basics. I mean, that doesn't even include the cool bells and whistles that we feel like we, sure. we have. So... Um, it's different too. Cause when you talk about the, the guy you used to go see who had all that stuff, you know, in his driveway, he was the one doing that stuff oh, yeah, where yeah. it's like now, you know, most property management companies you sign with them, you're getting a team, you know, it's the, the guy who's signing you up, isn't going to go fix the stove at your house. You know, if there's an issue, like they have professionals to yeah. do that. <laughs> no, dude, it, it ever evolves. I, I remember the first like hundred people we'd sign up the owner's like, hey, do you know somebody who can fix this? And I would be like, oh, yeah. Do you know what? If, if you have the caulking right there, I'll just do it for you tonight. When I come back and I put the <laughs> lockbox on, I'll go ahead and caulk that crack for you, you know? And, you know, just little stuff. And, um, I mean, there's still stuff today that my wife will tell me. She's like, dude, you do not need to do that. And I'm like, no, we just, you, you some things you just do, you know, yeah. to, to get the deal done, to get the trust, to get the, you know, the business. Yeah. Um, but back then it was the jack of all trades. We had a team of two or three or four, you know, and it's grown to a team of 50 plus 70 plus, you know, now we can provide all the services at a high level. Whereas before Taylor and I were just doing everything, you know, I'd have yeah. uh, my, uh, my camera in my right pocket, you know, I'd have my, you know, I'd have a voided check from the owner for direct deposit in my other pocket. And I'd be driving my, my car, wild around the valley showing showing rentals and doing applications while we're driving and dude it was crazy did but, you feel like you maybe made the worst decision of your life uh yeah i mean yes the the short answer is yes and i you know i learned as early as uh, this morning unrelated conversation to the, this podcast but my partner and i he was just saying like dude back when we started you know there were some dark days i was exploring um a concrete refinishing business or something, what? you know, <laughs> totally crazy. And I was thinking like, dude, I mean, he, he, uh, put his whole life on the line to, to make this work. And I had quit my job to make it work. And, you know, I'm glad we both stuck through it. Um, you know, there, there were some crazy days. I mean, we can get to story after story, 
you know, in the future about painting units for owners at three in the morning without power, you know, just crazy stuff that we just had to do to get it done. And then over right. the years we've learned, Hey, there's, there's better painters than me and there's better, you know, leasing agents than me. And, and our biggest thing I think we've done well is hiring people that are better than us at that thing. Like uh, marketing, for example, Ben is better marketer than myself or Taylor combined, you know? And so we were able to, to get that. Um, and so I guess over time, the biggest thing we want to do is revolutionize property management space, you know? And I think to me, what is property management? It's all of those things while providing a great service to our clients. Sure. I mean, I feel like so much of what you just said kind of answers my next question, but I was going to say, let's say I own a rental property and I'm self-managing it. Why would I want to sign with a property manager instead of doing that? Uh, yeah. So this is funny because what's great about this is all of your questions are like, dude, that hits home to me. So when I came on to OnQ, my wife and I owned a couple fourplexes um, and one and then our old home. So we had you know, nine rental units, you know, and I thought, Hey, I'm coming to work for on queue. I'm, I'm signing up the owners, but I'm a real estate agent. I'm a professional. I've been in this thing for five years. I know what's going on. I'm going to manage my own because at this point in the game, I'm like, I can't ask Taylor for discounted fees and stuff. I mean, sure. we're, we're barely making any money. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, dude, I'm just going to save money and self-manage. And I'm in the industry. I know the fair housing laws. I, I have the documents. I'm like, dude, I've got this down. So, um, so I'm managing those and did, I mean, looking back, it's just silly, but, and, and stupid really, but I, I would collect rent in cash. I would drive over at night, knock on the door. Hey, Oh, you don't have money. Oh, I'd see their children or I'd see stuff. And I'm just such a softy man. I was just like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. You can pay next month. Yeah. I'll, I'll waive all the late fees. And I have nine tenants constantly texting me about maintenance, about payment of rent, all this stuff. And did it, it just got, it got crazy to the point that um, I knew that I needed a property manager. I just was like, dude, I can't, I can't fail at this. Right. So um, I think it was, it had to be three or four years into it at here at on cue that I'm like, do you know what? I'm going to practice what I preach every single day. And I'm going to hand this over to a property manager. And it took like a month or two to transition, but dude, it was amazing. Um, rents increased because there was no more emotional attachment and it wasn't like we were ripping them off. I was just given way too good of a deal. Um, you know, maintenance did cost the same. I still had to get maintenance done, but I didn't get the phone calls over the weekend, nights, right. weekends, holidays. I didn't get the, uh, the sob stories because they realized, ah, oh, he turned it over to a manager. They're not, they're not going to take yeah. my, my sob stories. <laughs> yeah. You know? And so for those of you that self-manage or you're like, Hey, I'm going to buy a rental and I'm going to save the the percentage or the flat fee every month. It's like, uh, think about it long and hard and you'll realize you'll make it up in time. And so sure. I just talked about the financial side. The other side is the time, you know, it's the one thing as a real estate investor that you're like, I want to invest in real estate so I don't have to spend time, you know, making passive income. So I learned it the hard way. Um, my story is actually hilarious because I did it. Dude, I have stories of just paint again, painting and maintenance and just getting taken advantage of like financially from tenants left and right. And I'm just like, okay, I'll waive that if you'll do this. And 
I just walked away all the time like, man, I just got taken by this situation <laughs> right now. I I was going to say too, um, you know, not long after I started was when um, COVID hit. And I remember we had so many people coming to us to sign up the rental units that were self-managing because they were like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what my liability is. I don't know, you know, like if I'm, am I allowed to evict somebody or what that they wanted to hand it over to a professional and was like thinking from the outside. I'm like, yeah, why would you want that liability? Not just with COVID, but with everything that comes along with owning a rental, like pass that on to somebody else for that peace of mind. No, when you say COVID was a big one, right? Like legislation's changing every other day, um, just evictions in general, like COVID or not, like there's just a process to be had. Yeah. Where I, I'd have people string me along for five or six months, and and here it's like when you have the the legal team in the in our back pocket, we've got you know evictions down to a science, and we've got it down to where no, we don't want to evict. We don't even need to because the property manager is just on it, so our eviction rate's good. Fair housing is a huge one. I mean, we'll touch on that in future episodes, but I mean, fair housing alone should be the reason you get a property manager. Um, Put the liability on them and their licensed brokerage to say, no, I'm going to make sure they obey the rules, you know, with ESA, with uh, pets in general, with um, choosing an applicant, you know, you, you could discrimination and all these different things. Yeah. You, know, you just, you just want to avoid all that, you know, put it in the professional. And stance. it's unintentional. You don't even realize, uh-huh. you know, that like, Oh, I, I shouldn't look at that or I shouldn't, you know, like, Oh, I, by not wanting kids or something in yeah, your property, I mean, you're, you know, no, you're setting yourself up. No, for, it's actually what, one of my favorite phone calls. It, it's funny, but it's talking to owners and saying, as long as they are, they're receptive to the information. It's talking to them about, no, seriously, this is the fair housing law. I'm not sure if you know this, but, and they're sitting there like, oh, when I self-managed, I would literally just be like, no, I don't like you. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> I'm like, oh, geez. You know, and say, no, it's just a different game. And a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, accidental landlords or even, you know, great investors that manage themselves, they just either are getting away with it or they're just unintentionally not obeying the fair housing laws and stuff like that. So, um, you know, that part of it is another reason to use a property manager is just to put that on their lap to, yeah, to cover yourself. Yeah, yeah. Cover yourself. Um, the other, the other side of it is just, you know, we have a, a physical office and a, a great staff and it will give your time back. I mean, I I've mentioned that before, but, um, especially if you're looking to get multiple investments, it's like managing nine or 10 or even three rentals can get super time consuming and stressful. And instead of enjoying the 4th of July with your family, you're doing a move out inspection because you want to make sure your days of vacancy are, are lessened by two days. And so right. you're stressed about that. And you know, the, um, just, just that alone should be the reason. Yeah. You made my heart skip a little when you said you were showing up and collecting cash from people like <laughs> that. That's like downright scary. Yeah. You know? Like you're showing up and oh, dude. yeah, pockets full of cash to, to people. You know, it's like if you have a property management company and like you said, a physical office, like, you know, they're <laughs> they're showing up here to pay the rent, not at your house. You know, yeah. the, the person who owns the property's house is on your doorstep. No, oh, I, I took it to the next level most of my tenants knew where I lived, you know? And so it was like, Hey, I had this one tenant. He's awesome. Maybe he's listening. Ivan, super cool dude. But it was like, yeah, it was not only cash, but it was just like, 
it was crazy. It was like a hundred bucks here, 400 bucks here. Keep in mind, rents were like five or 600 bucks in sure. 2010 in these apartments. And it's like, he'd show up at my house. Hey, I put 400 bucks under your doormat. And I'm sitting there going like, dude, like, and so anyway, legitimizing it just helped me a ton. And it was, again, I put my money where my mouth was. And I said, you know what? I'll pay our own company to manage my rentals. And within two months, I was netting more money, way less stress and had more time, you know? And yeah. Um, I think too, that that flows perfectly into the next question I was going to ask, which is what does property management cost? Like how yeah. much is someone going to pay to have all of this yeah. work for them? Yeah. And even if you're looking on a national scale, right? So we're based out of Arizona right now and in a couple different markets, similar fee structures and so forth. But in general, from what I've seen over the years, there's kind of two pricing models, not even to get specific, but there's a percentage based and a flat fee based. Um, and, and for us, you know, we chose the flat fee based, you know, rental, uh, strategy because that's what everyone, we started it. I felt like we were one of the early adopters in 2010, 11, 12. Uh, but to be competitive in Arizona, we had to be flat fee based for a serve for full service. And then from there you can have add-ons and different, different services, right? Um, the other is percentage based, which is percentage of rent collected. So some may say, Hey, I like percentage based better because, it gives an incentive to the property manager. If they want to make more money, they hire my rent or, or whatever it is. But you know, for us, we don't charge the management fee unless we collect the rent anyway. So it's like, and it's just makes it so when we do increase the rent and when the market does improve, we make the same, but the investor reap, reaps the yeah. rewards. So their net is more and they're like, man, Ben renewed my lease you know, went up $200 and their fees the same. This is awesome. Yeah. You know, so we chose that model. Um, you know, wh wherever your market is, those are probably the two that you're going to compare, which is, you know, some sort of flat fee packaging versus a percentage-based package. And I've looked in other markets as we've explored different things. And there are some markets where they're only percentage. And yeah. it's interesting. You're like, man, that's a this percent or this percent. And it's just a different different beast. I've only known the Arizona market so far. And, you know, for us, the flat fee model worked. Yeah. I think people percentage is so common that like we still see people today that when we're discussing, you know, signing up with us, they're like, well, how much are you going to take? You know, yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> um, Cause anytime you talk in percentages, people feel like you're trying to, you know, like skirt around a number or something. Well, it's just know? hard to do. They're like, wait, what is, what's 7% of 1800 or, you yeah. know, or whatever it is. And for us, it's like, no, it's just a flat fee yeah. every month. Yeah. Um, I, I will say, you know, if you've owned a rental for 10 or 20 years and you've had a professional manager, you've probably seen it, this shift, at least in Arizona, where I, I would talk to owners for years and years. I was the face, right? The first person they talked to and they would say, what's your percentage? They wouldn't even say, what's your fee? Yeah. Like, what's your percentage? You know, and, and in different, uh, different sub-markets even, like multifamily stayed percentage for longer than single family and sure. stuff like that. But um, for the most part, you know, wherever you're at, you can shop it and kind of see. What I would say too is whether it's us or somebody else you're with is shop the uh, what is included in the service. You know, our full service is included in, in our fee structure, whereas some, they have a very competitive percentage or flat fee and they say, oh, it doesn't include 
you know, the, the yearly accounting, or it doesn't include being on call, or it doesn't include maintenance or whatever it is. Um, and so when you ask how much it costs, you know, I don't want to get specific on, you know, what our exact fees are, but the, um, the whole premise is we're super competitive with flat fees. And if all you want is a full service, then it's just boom, this flat fee. Yeah. If you want all the bells and whistles, you know, you can add different things on to supplement that, that service. But, um, we, we've just decided flat fees and we're going to leverage technology as much as we can to benefit our clients, both the, the residents and the owners and, and our, our, uh, our employees, you know, it makes their job so much easier as well. Sure. Yeah. I see a lot of um, the tiered structure now when we're looking at other property oh, yeah. management. You know, like you were saying, where it's it'll seem like oh, they're only going to take five percent. That's great, but you're on, you know, you don't you don't have an inspection, you don't have move out reports or whatever. You have to like up that a little. So definitely knowing what you're paying for is a huge part of it. I think. Yeah. No, for sure, and it, you see a lot of that whether it's you know, cable or satellite or whatever it is, they'll have gold, silver, bronze, platinum packages, yeah. whatever they are. And, and that's very common, even in this industry is like different, different packages and stuff. And I think in general, the fees are all about the same. I mean, give or take a little bit. It's like, yeah, you're going to get what you pay for, you know? Yeah, and so sure. where I feel like we do well and some other, there's amazing competitors out there and so forth. It's what do you get service wise and what do you get technology-wise? Because those are the two intangibles that it doesn't matter what you pay if you don't get good service and you don't have the tech to be able to navigate your properties. It doesn't matter if it's free or whether you're, you know, you're paying top top pricing. Yeah, for sure. One final question for you: You've got all this history yep. in the industry, things you've done. What is an example, personal example, or a client example of something that you think? typifies why you need a property manager like what's a what's a crazy or otherwise story that you oh, can dude. think of no when you were talking about um self-managing versus professional managing right because i've experienced both like we kind of talked about so that fourplex i was talking about my mom is gonna maybe she'll listen to this but she'll remember this like is yesterday but so i had this fourplex it's not in the greatest area, you know, it's a class C property. And, you know, again, I'm trying to self-manage this thinking I'm, I'm this real estate guru, dude, I've been doing this forever and thinking all as well. And I'm like, a tenant got evicted, I think. And then, um, then I think we had to get it rent ready. So anyway, somehow, I don't even know how it happened. I just blink and my mom and I are in the unit. It's like seven o'clock at night. It's dark not in the greatest part of town and we're painting and touch up painting. I'm doing baseboards. My mom's helping on the walls. We're hanging blinds, just kind of getting it ready. Right. Just kind of a jack of all trades. Handyman is what I was trying to do. And literally we're painting and like you paint over these spots on the wall and it just bleeds right through the paint. And I'm like, what the heck? And I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's blood splatter. Like lit, like, <laughs> Like it's just oh, like this, this this line of like blood, and I'm sitting there going like, man, I dragged my mom out here in the middle of the night. I cut her, my myself or her, I can't remember. One of us cut ourselves, and we had to go like to the store and get band aids and super glue. And you know, there's blood on the walls. I'm having to kills it and cover it. And I seriously was just like, dude, we're like in danger. 
Like yeah. I, I definitely <laughs> wouldn't let my mom walk around at night in that neighborhood. Yeah. I shouldn't be walking around at that night in that neighborhood. Um, but I, I, you know, the tenants were cool and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, that is just like classic. It's ingrained in my head of why, why you hire a property manager to get a licensed contractor in there and just do the work. Yes. It would have cost me whatever, 20% more, but I would have had my time back. It would have been safer. <laughs> your mom <laughs> you know, would it, be putting your mother in danger. Yeah, it wouldn't be putting my mom in danger. <laughs> no, and I just remembered there's something weird with like we were sitting on the sitting on the like curb or something, and like I have a I'm bleeding and there's blood on the wall from the tenant, not from me. And I'm just like, dude, this is this is stupid. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is crazy. <laughs> um, and then fast forward to last year. So, you know, OnQ's been managing my own rentals for almost 10 years now. And so Fast forward to last year, I had an insurance claim. Um, you know, the tenant called the property manager and said, Hey, I woke up this morning and there's water everywhere. And I didn't get that call. Number one, the property manager got the call. Um, the tenant didn't even know how to get a hold of me because I had a professional manager. Um, I get a call from the manager, hey, just so you know, there's a flood in this house. It's in Chandler. And uh, it looks like it's probably like an insurance deal. Like it's not just quick little fix. And I'm like, ah, oh, geez. And I remember I'm driving and I'm like, hey, I'll call my insurance agent if you could get somebody out there just to go take a look. And by the time they get there, I'll call my insurance agent. We'll just figure it out, right? So I remember I'm driving. I make a quick call to my agent. I say, hey, here's my property manager. Can you help them or deal with it? And then boom, boom, boom. I show up later in the office and the property manager is like, oh, just so you know, we opened the claim. It's getting dried out right now. We'll get you a rebuild estimate in a couple of days. And I was just like, sweet. That's great. What about the tenant? Oh, they're up in a hotel for three nights. You know, they, they have a part of our benefits for the tenant was they got a they got put up in a hotel for a couple of days. And I'm just like, I didn't have to call the hotel. I didn't have to call the tenant. I'm not getting texts about all this stuff. The yeah. manager's like, dude, it's handled. And I made one phone call to my insurance agent. So it's like when I thought about telling that story with my mom, and we're just like, you know, squeezing to save pennies maybe maybe 200 bucks or 300 bucks yeah. versus now I have a professional manager handled an insurance claim with my insurance agent a general contractor that was licensed bonded insured dried it out rebuilt it my tenants happy and then I even um and I didn't even need to do this but when it was done my uh insurance agent was like hey I just want to make sure the house was done and I uh I went to the house because we were redoing the backyard completely separate thing and I'm like dude this work was awesome the master bathroom got completely gutted and remodeled and I didn't have to do anything. I paid a deductible and boom, it's done. Yeah. Um, and it, it just would have been a nightmare if it was me. I'd have yeah, to drop. Years ago, you'd be out there bailing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and I'd have to take time off work to go over there. I'd have sure. to meet the tenant. The tenant would be, hey, what am I doing tonight? I can't sleep here. And I'd be calling hotels. I'd be reimbursing this, that, the other. And it's like, no, my property manager not only did it, but she does it in her sleep. She's just like, oh yeah, this is what I do all day. I'm very efficient at it. I have all the hotels lined up. I have all the verbiage and yeah. all this stuff, you know, just ready. So dude, I mean, that's just the, the contrast of seven years ago. How did I manage a property? And seven years later, how, how yeah. does a professional management company manage a property? All right, man. That's awesome. Well, you convinced me, uh, the blood with your mom yeah. convinced <laughs> me right away for sure. But, um, yeah. So yeah, that's all we've got for this episode. Um, we barely scratched the surface though. We've got so much coming up. So we want you guys to make sure that you subscribe 
to the podcast and we will be back in your ears very, very soon. Cool. No, thank you, Ben. Appreciate it. 